welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. One hell of an NFL Sunday was had. I cannot believe the number of teams that lost today. And the way that they lost, too. I mean, that you know, that's the beautiful part about the NFL is you never know what's going to happen week to week. But holy smokes, just when you feel like or feel like you have it figured out, you know how teams are going to play and what they're going to look like, they come out and surprise you, and they play bad football, and then we get what happened today. Right, and I, I love the NFL season because it is already week three, but it is like, okay, we are starting to figure out who we think some of these teams are. We will probably wild, be wildly incorrect about it, mm-hmm. but it is starting to feel like, okay, I've got a vibe for these uh, a couple teams. You and I were even talking with uh, a couple of our other buddies last night about this Chiefs-Colts game. Yeah. Saying that the Chiefs, I believe I heard somebody say the Chiefs should win this game by 20 points. Yeah. No one disagreed with that. And I and I remember <laughs> just being like, you know, I'm not going to say anything in certainty because I did that twice last year. And both times I did it, the Chiefs lost against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I just had a gut feeling that this was like it was going to be a trap game. It, I never said it yeah. out loud, but just internally, I just kept getting worried and worried. I was like, man, nothing's looked good for the Colts. Chiefs have looked great. You know, I mean, a lot of things have been going their way. They've been playing really good. And then, I mean, you just come in today and we just, we see what happened. It was just, it was bad, just bad football all the way around for the Kansas City Chiefs. And looking at the Chiefs from a fan perspective, but also just an NFL talking head, I think this is a prime example of you have to take every opponent seriously. Mm -hmm. And to me, I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs did. I, I think that there were a lot of just little mental errors. And that's what's happening when you're not fully checked in to a game. And I, I think that you could put the blame on. Pretty much everyone yeah. for that one. I but feel like just, the defense did good all the way up until, mm-hmm. I mean, it, even the last drive. If, like, Chris Jones doesn't get a you know flag for running his mouth, the game's probably over. Kansas City wins. Right. I mean, that's just really what it feels like. It just was just stupid. And I don't want to come off as, like, the fan of, like, oh, refs lost us the game. But, like, at the same time, like, let's be let's hear what was said for to hear the understanding of, like, why was a flag thrown and they get a first down on a fourth and 20. Yeah, and even, you know, like Matt Ryan didn't play well today. No, he did not. Jonathan Taylor was held to 71 yards. I thought they did a very good job uh, against him. And like you said, the defense, they played well for the Kansas City Chiefs, but a win is a win. So in uh, Indianapolis Colts get their first one of the year. They are (laughs) 1-1-1 on the season. The AFC South starting to look a little bit tough, though. Um, But I was was very shocked to see Kansas City and, and how they played today. It was... As a fan, it was pretty disappointing, but I do think that this is just a prime example. Like I said, this is what happens if you don't take a team seriously in the NFL. Anyone can beat you. Yep. And even like the – I don't know if you – did you watch the whole game or at least see a clip out of the end of the first half with like Patrick Mahomes is visibly annoyed and frustrated with Eric Bieniemy because he Mm -hmm. decides to just run the ball and kind of end out the clock and the Chiefs still have, you know, 26-some seconds left to possibly make a drive down the field. I know it's going to be hard. You don't have any timeouts, but we've seen crazier happen. So I completely understand Patrick Mahomes just being uh, annoyed with Eric Bieniemy. And at the same time, it's like with Eric Bieniemy, it's like why are you not giving yourself – or your offense an opportunity to make a play happen before half and then get the ball back. Like, why not do that? Why just be like, okay, this is it. And you know, with the enemy too, that's a really interesting just situation altogether. Yep. A year ago, year and a half ago, everybody thought he was the next great head coach in the NFL. For sure. And he continues to not get the jobs. And, you know, I, I have. I've had the opinion that I think that they need to move on from the enemy for a little while. And I think that is because B enemy needs to separate himself from Andy Reid. But also, it just kind of feels like he was supposed to be like this player's coach, but it kind of feels like his message is getting stale in the locker room. 100%. It, and especially just some of the comments that he's made about, like players when talking about it before. Like, I mean, we, I know we've talked mm-hmm. about it on and off air here. It's just, you know, you sit there and you compliment how competitive Patrick Mahomes is, but you call him a competitive prick. It's like, why do you got a name call him there? Just be like, he's uber competitive. Everything he does, people get the same message. Yeah. There's just that, not that negative connotation to it. 
And I, this, this is another one of those situations where a lot of people uh, did say, like, what the hell? Why isn't Eric Bieniemy getting these head coaching jobs? I, to me, this is why. Like, you're yeah. kind of seeing it. I mean, you have a great offense. They, they should be humming. And it, I just don't think Eric Bieniemy has taken them to that next level. I do think this will be Eric Bieniemy's last year in Kansas City because either things are going to go great and he's going to decide, okay, I need to separate myself from Andy Reid. Or he's going to get a head coaching job. I actually don't think that one's going to happen. Or maybe he just goes back to the college ranks. That's what I was going to say. Do you think he gets one in college? Maybe. Uh, I mean, there's job openings and some interesting coaching things happen, <laughs> happening there. Uh, but sticking with the NFL, other teams that lost today. The Buffalo Bills also lost today to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I do not think this was a situation of, oh, we overlooked the Dolphins. The credit to the Dolphins. They played 100%. one hell of a game. And they actually won. We kind of talked about, like, last week, like, is Tua for real? Mm -hmm. I think that they are. I think this is a really good football team. You don't just happen to beat the Buffalo Bills. No, and the Buffalo Bills were missing three key members of their defense. So, like, Mm -hmm. let's pay, you know, attention to that as well. But at the same time, it's always the next man up mentality. Mm -hmm. And the Bills, they do have a good defense. They do got good depth. They got good coaching. Everyone's ready to go. Tua just made great plays. And made I, great throws as well. Yep. And, you know, the Bills, like you said, missing so many people from their secondary. That is something that is going to make it easier for the Miami Dolphins. But the fact that Dolphins held them to 19 points. Yeah, I took the over in this game at 53 and a half. I thought it was a lock. Yeah. That would have been my lock of the week. And when you see, you know, like the time of possession stuff, <laughs> uh, it's just absolutely wild. The That's difference. scary. I mean, the Bills had, we just saw it pop up a little bit ago, Bills had 40 minutes of possession in this game. They ran 90 plays, and I think they had, like, over 15 first downs. You look at that on paper, that's a W. Like, the Bills yep. win that game, it seems like, 10 out of 10 times. Uh-uh. That's not how it works Total out. yards, the, the Bills out. had 497 total yards. The Dolphins had 212. Total <laughs> plays, like you said, Buffalo runs 90 total plays. The Dolphins ran 39 total plays. Time of possession, officially, um, the Bills had 40 minutes and 40 seconds the Dolphins had 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Like, looking at the, the little team stats that you, you see all the time, I, it doesn't make sense. First downs, <laughs> Buffalo had 31. Miami had 15. But they just they come out with a win. And they're sitting there. I, I think they're 3-0 and right now. Yeah, the Dolphins are 3-0 and to start the season. I know Dolphin fans are, are happy, but I, I truly think that this is a very good football team. They beat the Patriots the Ravens, and the Bills. You don't win those games by accident. No, I, I completely agree. And, I mean, the Bills, I mean, not the, excuse me, the Dolphins, like, I think they're just, you keep building on this, and you're going to reach a point, too, where, I, I, how am I trying to go with this? Because, like, last year with the Bengals, it felt like everything fell in place for them, right? And then all of a sudden, it just kind of, it seemed like they just found themselves in the Super Bowl. And I mean, as respectfully as possible. Mm-hmm. With the Dolphins, it was like, this was talked about at the beginning of the year, and then nobody believed it. And then you head in, you hear the comments from Tyreek Hill about two, and we're all just kind of laughing at it. Three weeks into the season, it's like, man, we ought to stop laughing. And, like, if Miami keeps building on this, they are going to get that target on their back. And then if they can continue to win games with that target there, it really is a whole situation of, man, this is another team you have to worry about in the AFC. Yeah, even after today, two or three for 186 yards, he is the number one uh, passer in yards. Leads the league in passing yards. Number one, he's tied for touchdowns with seven, and leads the league in QBR. I'm, ha- I'm very happy for Tua. I'm also very nervous for him uh, because watching the game today, he took a nasty hit. Yeah. He wobbles to get up. Like It, it looked really just uncomfortable watching I don't know him. how he just gets to come back in the game like that. Like, how it was late in, that? The, late in the first half. They go into halftime. He comes back out, starts the second half. And the NFLPA is wanting to review the concussion protocol, as they should. Yeah. I mean, you have a guy fall to his knees. Like, he, he gets up after the hit and then tries to, like, jog it off almost, falls to his knees. It looked terrible. And then comes back out to start. It, I, yeah. I didn't watch this game, but I have a feeling like he probably played pretty okay in the second half. <laughs> but it is. It's weird. And then the, um, I believe the Dolphins kind of came out and said, like, oh, he suffered a back injury earlier in the game. That's probably it. And they have the independent – neurologist on the sideline. So I don't I don't think that there's anything to it. But man, it looked it looked bad. It's concerning. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning a little bit. 
Yeah, but we've seen we have seen other quarterbacks go out there too. Yeah, yeah, like get your bell rung is what we used yeah. to call it. So I don't I don't know. I'm not a doctor. As we've said many times. You may times. be seeing stars, but your brain didn't touch your skull, so you're set. <laughs> yeah, no bruising, so you're good. Um, other quarterbacks that are also hurt: Justin Herbert and the Chargers lose today to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They didn't just lose; they got blown the f out at home. Or in L.A. I don't know if that's home for them, you know, honestly. And there might have been more Jaguars fans there. <laughs> I did see some pictures. That stadium was empty. But that is that's part of it. And especially when you're getting your ass kicked 38 to 10. And I know a lot of people around our area like to make jokes about the Chargers. And, like, every year is their year. It's really tough for me to sit here and be like, man, this was a Super Bowl ten- contender type team. <laughs> when you lose to the Jaguars 38 to 10. And, you know, maybe that's just what the Jaguars do. They just play a Super Bowl contender, and they beat them. Like, they did it last year against the Buffalo Bills early in the year, where we're just sitting there yeah. like, oh, man, Buffalo's just going to absolutely annihilate these guys. And then they lose. Josh Allen beat Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. You come in here, and you're like, ooh, man, not sure. You know, there's probably going to be a blowout here. Chargers are good. We just saw them play the Chiefs close last week on a Thursday night game. You come out, and you just get – you get annihilated by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't feel like we saw that at all. Yeah. Justin Herbert still dealing with an injury, but he still made great throws. And then looking forward, Jacksonville set to play Philadelphia next week. That's a <laughs> Doug Peterson revenge game. Jeez. That's going to be fun. That is one hell of a matchup. And Trevor Lawrence, like a lot of people shit on him in week one. He's played exceptionally well the last two games. Three touchdowns tonight. And I love yards. it. I, I do love it. I, I'm happy to see him kind of bounce back from that. I really like Doug Peterson. I didn't even. I wasn't aware of how much I like Doug Peterson, but it is definitely a thing. And he has mm-hmm. them. He has the Jaguars at two and one right now, with a really good win over the Chargers. Justin Herbert, maybe the ribs, uh, kind of bothered him a little bit. He still played very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could not get anything going on the ground for them. Uh, Austin Eckler, fantasy owners have to be pretty upset with. Uh, four carries for five yards. I'm so today. annoyed with every running back in the NFL right now. It's like David Montgomery dealing with an injury. You know, mm-hmm. the Broncos not getting anything going with Williams. You know, Austin Eckler is not really doing anything. It's just Austin Eckler. Or not, excuse me. It's Saquon Barkley. It's like, I feel like the only one that's had like a really, really good week. Dalvin well, you Cook see is him on Monday out. night. Yeah. And so it's just like, my. It sounded Lord. like Dalvin Cook was going was to be okay. That it was just a dislocated shoulder. And they're like, nah, he's done it before. Again, not a doctor. <laughs> I have heard if you dislocate something, you are more likely to do it again. So it just it kind of becomes like a, a thing where just occasionally, like, yep, shoulders out, just pop yeah, back. Yeah, just pop back in. I've been here before. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That yeah. just seems nasty. I mean, it sounds terrible. You give him credit for playing through it. Is but that it, kind of the thing with your kneecap, though? Like, it's been dislocated, so just kind of like, boop. I don't know, because mine just kind of do their own thing. <laughs> I think I'm going to go right this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've always said my knee takes a dog leg left when it bends it's it's uh, real weird and it's pretty gross to it's look nasty at. to watch i'll be honest <laughs> yeah you you've seen it uh but other team that lost today uh, the tampa bay buccaneers that's another one that tom brady i think we're seeing time catch up to him it it honestly it feels like it and, but at the same time like they didn't have the receivers i mean you're throwing mm-hmm. to russell gage as like your main guy you don't have it doesn't you don't have anything else yeah that and you're is playing good a very right good now. packers team and they only but, lost by two. So You know, though, looking at both these quarterbacks, Rodgers even played pretty well, too. These teams are struggling to score points. <laughs> yeah. And these old-ass quarterbacks, like, this game, I was really surprised this wasn't the Sunday night matchup. Well, I'm so glad Aaron Rodgers versus Tom out. Brady. Yeah, and yeah. it was a 14-12, to 12, just sloppy game, really. It wasn't even like, I don't want to give either team's defense that much credit either. It's just nobody got anything... Going and it was it was a bad game, but uh, Tampa Bay loses their first one of the season. The Packers uh, right there with them at two and one. These are, I, I still think these are two of the best teams in the NFC. I don't know that there's <laughs> mainly because there's nobody else. <laughs> like that's the that's the sad part. So as much as this game was the Rams to won see, today, yeah, but they played Arizona and we still don't know anything about Arizona. Mm-hmm. Are the Eagles the best team in the NFC? Right now, yeah. They're sitting there at 3-0. If, I mean, it feels like it by a long shot. And then, not to go to another game too quick, but like the Detroit Lions. I know you lost you know, to the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings pick up another win, so you like to see that if you're a Minnesota fan. But, And I'm not about to sit here and say the Lions are a contender, so please don't take it that way. 
but it's just at least nice to see the progress here that you're you're still in games like this. You got a good win last week. You come in here. I saw one alert come in. It was like the lines have gone three times on fourth down and converted every single one. And it's like, awesome, let's go. The other thing is that they covered the six points like I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Almost got my parlay. And a couple teams that have not won a game yet this season. Um, I don't think it's any surprise here. The Houston Texans are on that list. <laughs> they are 0-2-1. Um, very young team. They probably want to be drafting very high. I'll be honest with you. I completely missed that game. How the hell did the Bears win? Because when I get on Twitter, <laughs> it's just nothing but dog shit talk on the Bears. And then to find out they come out and win. Khalil Herbert rushed for like 157 yards today. Sure did. There it is. Just sitting on my fantasy bench. <laughs> <laughs> he scored like 31 <laughs> points today. I played Cam Akers. I needed oh. a running back to go. And I'm like, I'll play Cam Akers. Who didn't have a bad day. Well, but Herbert I had injured. So Herbert. Herbert. Uh, Montgomery. Montgomery, thank you. But I had Herbert just sitting on my bench. I considered him. I was like, maybe today's the day he'll start to get touches. And I thought, nah, he didn't in the first two weeks. Because he was another one of those guys that people were saying, like, oh, he looks great at camp. Mm-hmm. Expect this guy to get carries. Today is was that, the day. Uh, is that in our league? So you have Herbert mm-hmm. and Gainwell sitting just chilling out? On the bench. Nice. Just That's what you get for taking Gainwell. Storing him. I know. I think I'm going to have to cut his ass <laughs> try to find another um, running back. I, and I tried real hard to trade Aaron Rodgers away. I thought I was going to be able to fleece another guy in our league that is a Packers fan. I've never had a trade request denied so quickly. Really? <laughs> within within minutes. I tried to trade Aaron Rodgers for Jalen Hurts. Straight across. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you silly goose. <laughs> I know, but I thought, like, this dude that's in our league, he's like the biggest Packers fan that I know. Uh, but, uh, I mean, he's like, he lives here in, Joplin area. Yeah. <laughs> he has season tickets to the Packers. And it goes. Does, he has it's, one. Yeah. He doesn't have season tickets. He has season ticket, and he just goes to the game. <laughs> right? So I thought, also, I was maybe in my cup a little bit. I thought, let's shoot low. Let's see if he'll do it straight across. <laughs> I'm about to offer his ass Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Dillon for Jalen Hurts. Do it. Send it right now. I think that would be uh, You'd have to do it Tuesday, but. Yeah. Fill us, uh, <laughs> fill us in Thursday on what happened. I really want him to counter. I, I want Jalen Hurts, and I've just not been happy with Aaron Rodgers, like we said, talking about this game. Well, here's uh, what's going to happen is you're going to trade Rodgers, and he's going to go off on MVP season again, and mm-hmm. then Jalen Hurts is just going to crap the bed after playing Doug Peterson. Exactly. It's going to be like, and that's what I was afraid of, and that's kind of another reason why I offered that, straight, that trade straight up. <laughs> it's like, let's see what happens. This is a two-time MVP, so I don't know if I just want to get rid of him yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to turn around eventually, but honestly, I don't know if it will with those young receivers. They and I don't know that it's like a it's a young receiver thing. I think it's the fact that you have so many new receivers there, yeah. And that you are you're relying on two rookies to play a significant amount. So not to make excuses for Aaron Rodgers, but it is you can see that there's a little bit of a learning curve there. And sadly, here's the part where I'll shit on him. He doesn't seem to be too willing to get these guys caught up to speed. I think it's more just like, hey, you got to catch the fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, he might just be sitting there like, you know, uh, we've talked about it all week. I'm going to put the ball where it needs to be. You just got to catch it. Yep. He does. He still does things that are just absolutely ridiculous with his arm. I don't like yeah. him. I find him very annoying and entitled. Some of the throws that he still makes. And then um, another guy that I think we definitely have to talk about is Lamar Jackson in the day that he had. Uh, absolutely phenomenal play from him. And I think that he is a guy that we obviously have to watch for for the MVP. Yeah. And after another day that he had today, uh, five total touchdowns, it's very early on, but nobody yet is kind of in the running with him. I I think him and and Jalen Hurts, maybe you could put Tua up there as like the early contenders, but even, you know, the the regular guys, Mahomes didn't have a great day. Mm -hmm. So, and I still think that Mahomes has to do – something extraordinary to be even mentioned for the MVP. Well, I mean, he needs his receivers to step up. I don't think they've had a 100-yard receiver so far this season. I think Kelsey's had it, but I don't know if a receiver has. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's nobody else is stepping up for him, so that's kind of that discussion. But when you look at Lamar Jackson and then the part of the discussion with that with two is like Lamar Jackson's doing more with his legs. I mean, this is another game with 100 yards on the ground. Two in a row. Yeah, two, two out of three. <laughs> and he put on another 20 pounds of muscle this year, and he's still fast? What the hell? Yeah, I put on twenty pounds and I freaking lose three seconds in my forty or three ten. I don't. I'm just slow. That's it. Doesn't even matter. 
three, just three whole seconds. I just lost three. Like, oh, you're telling me you're running a two second forty? Yeah, well, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson is the. Oh, these stats aren't updated yet. I was gonna say he's the number thirteen rusher in the NFL, but he's. I think he's higher than that. Even after, today. I saw that. Uh, Mac Jones got hurt, and I saw a picture that he was being carried down. Um, it did not look good. Just screaming in pain. Poor I didn't Mac see what Jones. happened. He gets the worst pictures taken of him. He does. <laughs> just continuous bad pictures. There's the one from Alabama where he's smoking the cigar. Yeah. Bad pictures. Skinny fat. <laughs> the draft night, him walking through the lobby with the suit on. It's bad vision. <laughs> and then the like, you capture that moment where he's getting carried to the locker room just screaming in pain and people like capture that moment that is just such terrible terrible luck he looks it i know he's severely injured but just seeing his face it <laughs> looked like the face of a three-year-old who's not getting any candy like he wants <laughs> he has like i bet he's probably a pretty cool dude oh uh, yeah terrible i would face. like to go golfing with him like if we were to do like our updated like like a four something like you know who you want to mm-hmm. golf with i think mac jones might be on the list i just think it would be fun I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Because I've been thinking about it. I was like, everyone goes with all these, like, you know, great players or whatnot. I might just go for more of the personality. Like, I'm just going out there to have fun. You go with these guys who are too competitive, it's like, ah, you're going to take the fun out of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. That's my kind of strategy with golf. That's why I don't golf with serious golfers. I'm just going out there to grip it and rip it. And that's what I do. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's it. Uh, Mac Jones, though, I don't, I was trying to look to see if, there's any reports out yet, but obviously I seen anything, yeah. Belichick's not going to put anything out there. So I, I don't, I don't know. I hope that he is okay. You never root for anybody to get hurt, but I do also want to see Mac Jones uh, be good. And another place that is good is Roper Kia. You can go check out their inventory online or just pop up on the lot and see what they have. <laughs> I can guarantee if they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mic'd Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter if it is a matter of when you visit their website. So be sure to do so again at gunspot.com. Now let's turn our attention to uh, a little bit of the college football world. Uh, we were talking about some firings last week, but what's crazy is that kind of over the weekend, we've had news come out about two firings, <laughs> and that's the Scott Frost firing. I think we all knew that it was bad there for him, but I don't think we realized how bad. And then the Herm Edwards stuff as well is one of the more embarrassing things that I've ever seen in sports. With Herm Edwards, it's like the more you hear, it's the worse that it gets. And I know that's what you just said, but like you hear the initial release of, you know, his staffers were releasing game plan to other teams before, like his assistants were doing so. And you think, why in the world was his assistant do that to Herm Edwards? And then we were talking to some of our friends over the weekend, and they were like, man, how bad were things that his assistants were like, dude, we got to get this guy out of here. We're giving away the game plan. Yeah, it's just like yikes. And for me, this is like this is so much worse than gambling. Like Pete Rose and what Pete Rose did. Like, oh, I'm gambling on games that I played or managed in. But to be a staffer, to be on the coaching staff, and to give away your game plan so that your head coach will be fired, you've got to be like blackballed out. Like, is that not also like career suicide? It's got to be. I cannot imagine anybody in the football world being like. Yeah, we're going to hire one of these dudes that was at Arizona State. Yeah. Because you just have to wonder who was it. And I don't and know if we'll ever see. It? You know what I mean? Right. Like, the names come out. I'm, I'm sure that those dudes are super nervous about it right now. But, I mean, if those, if those names ever get leaked, that's you'll never coach like again. You'll like something else. If you're a lower-level guy, you know, you're a, maybe like a positions coach or a positions assistant or something like that. Good luck getting a chance anywhere else. You know, maybe some of these guys that are higher up and have been around, they'll get an opportunity to be on staff somewhere. But man, I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't hire anyone from that staff. No, I mean it just, and that's the thing too with Arizona State is like, how in the world do you recover from this? Mm-hmm. How do you get anyone to want to come in here to this environment or even possibly change the cultures? I don't ever feel like Arizona, at least not in my lifetime, Arizona State's been anything in terms of football. No, it's never been impressive. But it's just like, dang. 
Now you just shoot yourselves in the foot even more. And it's crazy, you know, even with Herm Edwards. Um, at first, it was like, this is hilarious. Why would they hire him? And then it kind of looked like he might get things going there. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it collapsed. And I've never heard anybody talk about Herm Edwards before and be like, this guy's a dick. Like, I don't want to play for him. I don't yeah. want to coach for him. So it is, it's really weird with this information that, you know, staffers were releasing the game plan. And not even just releasing the game plan, like specifically giving it to teams they were playing. It's, I just, that's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in sports. And then, you know, Scott Frost, I feel like we talk about him every episode just because something else will come up. Yeah. And it kind of came out earlier, uh, late last week, I guess, that he wasn't even showing up for coaches' meetings anymore. And that Scott Frost just loves to party. <laughs> and I can't believe hearing some of the stuff that he did, that he was able to last as long as he did in Nebraska. Like, coming into this season, even, if you're doing that stuff, and one of the things that got leaked, I believe it was on Friday, was that Scott Frost wouldn't show up for his own meetings. They were having coaches' meetings, and he missed them. How do you? How are you the head coach and not show up to the meeting? And specifically, their first game of the year in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Set up a whole coaches' meeting, you know, last meeting yep. before the game, go over the game plan, make sure that we're all on the same page. Dude, dude's not there. What coach steps up and goes like, well, all right, I'll run the meeting. I don't know where he is. Here we go right. again. Great start to the year. Mm-hmm. And that's why that Nebraska job is weird because I still think it is a good job, but it is nowhere near like – it's not a top 15 job. Yeah. It might not be a top 25 job anymore. It definitely doesn't feel that way. Like there's just no respect to it anymore. No. Like Nebraska's lost all that. And I don't even know, Trev Alberts, their AD, I don't even know how much weight he brings to, like, the, oh, yeah, I want to work with him. Like, if it's not another, like, Nebraska guy, I just don't know who it's going to be. And I also don't know if you can bring in a, quote, unquote, Nebraska guy back to the situation since you failed so miserably with <laughs> the Nebraska guy. And that's so. the other thing, too, is, I mean, who, when you do bring someone in, do you want to go after a big name? Do you want someone that you know can build the program, or you just you kind of want to just maybe slide underneath the radar a little bit, but still build the success? I yeah. know that's you know maybe a bad way to look at it, but if you're in Nebraska, it's like man, you've just you've been awful for like the last ten years. It just feels like you've not gotten any better. At, mm-hmm. You just want to hire a coach and be like, all right, let's just kind of keep going here, and then we'll recoup some like later after this next coach, or is it we're going all in? Well, in the KU coach Lance Leopold is a guy that we talked about. Last episode, KU is now 4-0. Yeah. They look very good. His name has been uh, rumored kind of to that Nebraska job already. I believe that he spent some time coaching there before. And um, I heard somebody say it this weekend, and I think it is a, it's a fair statement. Should you leave KU and what you have going there for Nebraska? Yeah, I, I like it. I, mean, I think it's a very fair question. I know that Nebraska fans don't want to hear that. But, again, this wasn't my take, but I will use it. It's a lot easier to win seven games at KU while you're in the Big 12 yeah, than it is to win seven games with Nebraska in the Big 10. Like, if you're KU, or you're coaching at KU and you're going to a bowl game, everybody's happy. People are going to accept I mean, that. You're, you've won four games this year. They could lose the rest of their games, which I don't think they will. Yeah, I mean, they sold fans out. are going to be very excited. They sold out their, their stadium last week. It was their first mm-hmm. home game of the year, I believe, and they sold that sucker out. And I've I, also heard the uh, K-State coach, I mean, they just upset Oklahoma, mm-hmm. who was ranked number eight in the nation, and then Matt Campbell. Do you think either one of those guys are interested in that Nebraska job? Is Matt Rule, Urban Meyer? Would you yeah. rather have any of those guys? And Lance is like, go after them. I'm staying here. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. I think, like, Matt Campbell, I wonder how long he'll stick around with Iowa State. I think that he's kind of maxed out what he can do there. And before long, like, if he doesn't make a move and go to a different job, he's going to be stuck there. And Because I, I think that he's going to start to realize, and other programs are going to start to realize, nine wins a year at Iowa State is probably the best that you're going to get. You yeah. might find, a, you know, a one year where you kind of strike it and hit big. But I, I think nine wins is probably what you're going to cap out yep. there. And maybe once the Big 12 is not solid, which I don't think it is this year. Uh, but, you know, you lose some Texas and Oklahoma, maybe maybe then you start to win a couple more games. But it, that even goes back to the other take. 
I, if I'm Leopold, I might stay at KU. Yeah. We're going to run the Big 12 in basketball and baseball. Suck <laughs> right. or, uh, football, suck on this. And I, I do think that it is – it wouldn't be crazy. I mean, I, I bet recruiting is going to ramp up there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Especially I mean, the, if the leadership and culture just continues mm-hmm. to grow with that and you take advantage of the transfer portal. And, you know, maybe that's what something KU is going to do is they're just going to take full advantage of that transfer portal. And yeah. players that, you know, weren't able to make a name for themselves somewhere, but they realize the leadership and culture is there at KU, let's mm-hmm. go and have some fun. Yeah, it definitely could be. So I, I guess I'm kind of rooting for him to stay at KU. I want to see what happens. I want to see what I want. I mean, I want our guy Mark Edder to just keep giving me calls, you know, late Sunday night. <laughs> just let me know, like, hey, KU's 4 now. Yeah, I could maybe deal with that. Or Saturday that, night. But... <laughs> I keep thinking today's Monday. Yeah, Saturday night. Right. It just it cracks me up, man. Like, <laughs> the beginning of the phone call is just him singing the rock chalk to me. And I'm like, just soak it in, man. Enjoy it. Texas lost, but it's okay. Yeah, KU probably going to uh, beat Texas again this year. November 19th. It's it's at KU. Lawrence. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> Texas is just not looking good. Well, Quinn's got to get back on the field. I mean, shit. Hudson Card is just... He's trash, man. He's not it, dude. I'm sorry. Like, and, I mean, I know we work. were talking to one of our buddies this weekend. It was just like, you know, almost, it just feels like he's getting close to being done with Sark. And my response was like, I, I feel like Sark makes the right play calls, puts his players in the right position. Mm-hmm. At Alabama, those guys are executed making those plays. At Texas, the guys he has right now are not doing it. And Hudson yeah. Card is the guy leading that pack right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why we'll he got benched against Arkansas last year. Uh, That's my thoughts, though, on it. Yeah. And like you said, OU loses – this weekend, uh, some pretty good college football games, but nothing that really, like, stood out of, like, oh, my gosh, we have to talk about this. I did see, like, the Ohio State game, them beating Wisconsin 52-21, to <laughs> I think to some people felt like a, that was a big story. I just haven't been a believer in this Wisconsin team at all. No, they're so, garbage. Honestly, I, I fully expected the game to go this way. And, it, like I said, 52-21, to uh, Stroud throws for five touchdowns. And it's just they did whatever they wanted to on offense. And, you know, another one of those guys that I've seen rumored for the Nebraska job is the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin, Jim Leonard. Not a great showing. <laughs> that, but, and Nebraska's probably like, man, we love it. We love to see it. That's going to be another one of those situations kind of like Matt Campbell of, how long do I stick around here and be a defensive coordinator before I just – I got to go somewhere. Because his name's been in the – you know, the the rumor mill for probably two years now, and he's never taken a job. He might need to get out while he still can. Um, but, I mean, Ohio State, just ridiculous numbers. Like I said, C.J. Stroud throws for five touchdowns. They have two running backs go for over 100 yards, and they had two receivers catch two touchdowns or more. And it's just absolutely wild what they were able to do against a good, solid Big Ten opponent. And another thing a lot of people were talking about is the fact that Marvin Harrison Jr. out there with uh, Apple Watch and uh, I don't even remember what kind of cleats. Uh, Louis Vuitton. Louis Dude's Vuitton. just swagged out, man. Yeah. His dad made pretty good money in the NFL. <laughs> I'm sure he is as well <laughs> in his little NIL deals. And I said this Saturday night, I thought for some reason maybe I'm just really, really wrong. Is it not illegal to play with like a smartwatch? Because you could like be getting text about certain things like – it kind of seems Houston Astro we see. <laughs> hey, they're in cover two. <laughs> you know, like I thought that was one of the reasons why, like as a coach, you can't have your cell phone on the sidelines or anything like that. But I didn't realize that for coaches, you can't have cell phones on the sidelines. Oh no, huh? Not at all. And then, um, you know, you ha- but you can play on an Apple Watch. And even with Patrick Mahomes, you have like the what is it, the Whoop thing? Yeah. I thought like okay, he has to use that because you can't use an Apple Watch on the field. I don't even know. That honestly, that might be it. Really, where it's like, oh, we're going to track your health. We're just going to create our own little device, strap it mm-hmm. on your arm. You're set. Yeah, Go professional ahead. athletes can use this because you can't use an Apple Watch. Yeah, and it doesn't have a screen or face on or anything, so you right. can't receive anything. It's just all it does is track, and then he gives it to you in the app. Yeah, but I, him out there playing in the Apple Watch, I don't know. I don't have anything against it, but it does. It was weird. Obviously, I if, if like, it breaks, he can afford a new one. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the NCAA, you know, you mentioned, like, is there a rule for it? I wonder if this is one of those things where the NCAA is like, we've never honestly had to worry about this because players didn't have money. I mean, that's all the, these guys have been so right. poor, you know, like they're not even going to risk it. And that's just such an NCAA thing. <laughs> like, oh, we never even thought about this. Now players are doing it. In six months, there will be a rule like, against it. 
I think they'll come six out. days. <laughs> they'll come out. No, they won't act that fast. They can't. They're too slow at everything. They'll come out like six months and be like, hey, by the way, you can't wear smartwatches on the, in a game anymore. But I, these, I do think uh, it'll take forever. Some of these other games in college football, like you said, Ohio State wins big. Michigan over, uh, overcomes Maryland here. J.J. McCarthy, though, is one that leads the stats at quarterback. Did I miss something here? With, is he taking over the job now? They've with, just been playing both those guys. Okay. And then Clemson, Wake Forest, that seemed like that was close, got all the way into overtime. Yeah. Uh, thank God I took Clemson on the money line because I was getting real worried about the old spread there. What you – oh, on the money I line. Think I was going to say, I thought the spread yeah. was six or six I and a half. I saw it at seven, so I took, I took the money line instead. Uh-huh. My hit, I hit everything on my parlay. Even that Arkansas-Texas A&M game, I took Arkansas plus two. I didn't get in the bet. Talked to you guys about it last night. I needed the Bills – and the Dolphins to get the over at 53 and a half. And of course they didn't get it, which is what I thought again, it would have been the lock of the week. Yeah. Lost me $180 right there. It, you know, I, I didn't see, spend, I bet 10, I could have won that amount of money. I know that you can relate to this because you get it all the time too. I love when I see other people, just like people that kind of know what we do. And then they'll ask me my advice on betting. <laughs> and one of the reasons why I don't throw out like a lot of bets anymore is just because it's so hard to actually be right and do good. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, people will be like, hey, how do you feel about this game? What are, what's your bet take? Like, man, you've got just as good of a guess as I do. And I don't care what your knowledge of football is. You could just completely guess and probably be more accurate than That's those That's all it is when you experts. look at it. I mean, it's not like you're rolling in with any more information than anyone else has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not I mean, like we know if someone's sitting out with an injury. You know what I mean? There's just there's no upside to it. Yeah, like uh, Miami played Middle Tennessee this week. I if took somebody would to win that game. I was going to say, if somebody would ask me anything about that game, I don't care what the spread is, take Miami, they'll cover whatever the spread that is. That was my uh, parlay for Saturday. I couldn't get over to Kansas in time and get the Barstool app download or get my betting app downloaded in time so I could get more free bets, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it at 11, so I missed some games there to start, specifically that Kansas game, because I was going to put some money on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Miami loses by 14 points to Middle Tennessee. Gambling is that just game, impossible. They, won, they lost by a lot more. That was some <coughs> in-game heroics of just Middle Tennessee being like, all right, we're yeah. just... In Miami, it's... I know a lot of people are complaining about the stadium uh, because the stadium is so far away from campus. Yeah, they play hard rock, yeah. So it's the loudest teams don't make that drive. Embarrassing. Like, what are you guys doing in Florida where you're like, not too far, not going? It's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Oh, they're probably going to the freaking beach. I mean, you're right there. It's like, why am I going to drive for 30 minutes to a stadium and watch the game? Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive for 30 minutes and sit on the beach, not but, spend any money. Yeah. I mean, the Heat, they've got to be doing pretty well in attendance. I, but they're a very good team. But, like, the Marlins have always struggled with attendance. The, but, you know, fans showed up for the Dolphins game. Yeah. I, I don't understand, like, how UCLA and Miami have terrible attendance. Like, what is – you have the Rose Bowl. <laughs> then you have tarps. You have tarps in the Rose Bowl. That's another thing that's embarrassingly bad. But I'll tell you what's not embarrassingly bad. That's the happy hour at Club 609. We were able to partake in that happy hour last night, night before, Friday night. Golly, yeah, yeah. It was. What a weekend was had by the two of us. Thursday night? Dang. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it, but boy, what a weekend it was. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it can all start for you at Club 609, home with a great happy hour, best happy hour in the world, two-for-one drink specials, and $2 draft pours. And don't forget about those wonderful appetizers that they have at Club 609. You better believe it. Next up is going to be downtown lube located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Again, not a matter of if, a matter of when. You're going to need your oil change and your tire service. Get that done and taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And next up to end the show tonight, getting back to some old favorites. And just, I feel like some of our best shows were not sports content. That's and what I don't works know about, out for us. I don't know about you, buddy. I'm very excited for fall. Yeah. I, and this is not a new thing. No. I mean, I was driving around Joplin, uh, was it yesterday morning? Recovering mm-hmm. from Friday night. Yeah, I went to go get a cup of coffee. And uh, I was like, man. Leaves are turning color on these trees. Like, oh, 
Oh yeah, it's, it's happening. Sweetheart. What really got my attention with that? There was one of those big leaves that was like falling and like kind of spinning uh-huh. across, and then a gush of wind came and got it. And in my mind, it clicked. I was like, "Falls here." I was like, that is the epitome of, like, that's fall right there. Yep. That big leaf just coming down to the end lane in the road. I drive by, gush of wind, picks it back up. It goes up. What goes up must come back down. I was just like, it's freaking here, dude. I freaking I love it. And then I drove by the little farmer's market that's right there, and I was like, I kind of want to stop in. And then the I realized, one on 4th Street? Uh, yes. And then I realized I'm wearing blue shorts, a hat with an orange uh, emblem on it, and then a shirt with red letters on it. <laughs> I've done laundry since then. Don't judge me. <laughs> but it's just like, I'm not about to walk into this place with like three different colors. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm over off my ass. I just was not about it. I did, I did not want to go in there and stand and then get hot uh-huh. and be like, it's not fall weather. It's just fall mm-hmm. atmosphere. I, on the way here, I had to stop and get myself a, a little snacky snack. <laughs> but also, I have on my Crocs and just look like it. I look homeless today. <laughs> and walking into Casey's is like, I just, I really hope I don't see anyone. I put, I'm wearing I my water shoes right now that we got at Academy for like 20 bucks at the beginning of summer because I couldn't find two short socks and I didn't want to wear tall socks in here. You roast me about it. Yep. And I also didn't want to get them dirty. And so I was just like, I'm just going to wear no mm-hmm. socks. I can do that. That's fine. So I yeah. put these shoes on. Um, what, I didn't what see your call it last year, the bonfire. What were we calling it? Blazed up, something like that. I think that's what it was. Where's Jake when you need him? <laughs> right? Had a wonderful old time last night. So that got me thinking, what are your favorite fall activities? Just fall favorites. It, it doesn't have to be an activity. And I'll tell you, I started to say it earlier. I think that one thing that is just really not fair is that as a society, we make fun of so many girls. And it used to be like a basic white girl thing. And I think it's we've kind of just transitioned to like, ah, oh, just girls. You know how they be in fall? Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Like there are things that I'm but just thing, like super though, like, excited about. I don't know why we make fun of it. I think it's very attractive. Like I'm like, <laughs> dang, that's another girl with those tall boots and hat. That's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. And then another the one walks by and I'm like, damn, look, the girls are out today. Get your pumpkin spice. Like I don't yeah. even – I don't even care. Do your thing, because guess what? I'm going to put on a fucking hoodie and a flannel, jeans and some shoes. Who are and the I'm people the that are making these ladies feel bad about themselves? People that are jealous. I'm just want, I'm going to punch them in the face. And also, like, okay, that's what everyone else is wearing. What are you wearing? What are you wearing that's just so different but better? <laughs> I'll guarantee it's some guy in boots and a flannel. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's oh, basic me. white girl. <laughs> Enjoy your Starbucks. Pumpkin spice latte as hey. he goes and... Yeah. Apple picking or whatever. Hey, douchebag. Uh, coffee's pretty good. Maybe you should try uh-huh. some. You'd be okay. in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, favorite, fall favorites. Am I going first or are you? Um, I'll let you choose. So, my favorite thing about fall, that's how we're going about this, fall mm-hmm. favorites. When I wake up in the morning and it's cool enough that I have to wear a hoodie, but then by the middle of the afternoon I can take it off and just wear a t-shirt and shorts. Like, <laughs> can to I just me, say hoodies? <laughs> to, yeah, 100%. Like, just... To, to wake up and feel like when you walk outside and it's that cool breeze just hits you in the face. You're like, ooh, it's kind of chilly. Uh-huh. But your hoodie is on and you're just like, I'm good. Like, I'm set. And then, like, as you go throughout the day, you go out and get lunch. You go out in the afternoon. It's like, okay, it's a little hot. I got to take the hoodie off. It's no longer needed. Yeah. To me, that just solidifies the beginning of fall and football season. And it just throws me all the way back to the days when yes. I was a little kid. And I'd go outside and just, like, put a football on a dog food can and then, build a rope and kick field goals in my yard like all weekend like that was my thing as a kid it just throws me back to that it feels more like football season now that it's not blistering hot 100 percent. and again i know a very regional thing here for us that it's weather was great this weekend Mm -hmm. a little hot yesterday but now we're starting to get into like high 70s low 80s dropping down into the 50s at night and that's why um with my first overall pick, I will be drafting bonfires uh, because obviously that is that's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I brought I it up to you a couple of weeks ago, like, hey, like, when are we doing these bonfires? And we picked uh-huh. that date, and when it came around, like even Saturday, I was like, oh yes, we got a bonfire. Like, I was literally looking forward to it all day, uh-huh. even in the beginning part of the day where I was recovering from a hangover for Friday night, where it's like I can't wait to go get drunk again around <laughs> a fire. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's just something about sitting around a fire when it's nice out, and I I shut it down for the summer, but your boy is back to the bonfire. <laughs> so I'm taking bonfires number one overall. I'll let you go 
I'll let you go again. We don't have to snake draft this thing. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the food. You know what I mean? It's going to oh. be chili, like soup and chili oh. season. Ooh, I, I know put I made... this on my list, and I did not think you would take it. <laughs> I used to like, kind of crack jokes to you and Matt about it. You know, when I first moved down here, I was like, oh, man, we're getting close to soup season. Ever since I've been at 609, and, you know, they get their soup of the day, and I've been eating a couple soups. Last year when I started there in the fall, it was like, hey, take a little bit of a break. I'd go in there, pour myself a little bowl of soup, step outside, feel that nice little cool breeze in the evening, and just eat my soup. And I was like, this is incredible. I can't believe I've been missing out or one or two making fun of it. Uh-huh. Just freaking soup and chili, dude. I didn't realize there were so many different versions of soup. I've just been going <laughs> chicken noodle soup and broccoli cheddar Did soup. Did you say virgins? That's it. <laughs> Virgins of soup? Virgins. Dang, it did come out with virgins. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those, yeah. too, though. But I I had this on my list. I didn't think you were going to take it. I was <laughs> really holding on to that one later in my draft. But I, I do agree with you. I, And again, uh, not to just share all of our stories about our friends, but even talking to one of our buddies last night. It's like, I don't care what weather it is, because it was 90 yesterday. It's officially fall. You can eat chili. <laughs> that's yeah. like that's a basic like white guy thing. I don't even know if we have to throw race into it. Just like a basic guy thing, chili. It's chili and soup season now, and it's phenomenal. I'm I'm right there with you on that one. So again, I didn't think that you would uh, take that one from me. <laughs> My next one, I'm going to try to strategize here. I'm going to go with just Halloween in general. Thank you, because <laughs> I wasn't going to pick it. <laughs> nah, that's true. I, <laughs> I love it, though. I do, too. I was getting supplies for the bonfire yesterday. And um, this would be funny for you. It was kind of late in the day where I really, like, my mind started to work. And I had thought about texting everybody and being like, hey, by the way, it's a costume party. Because <laughs> I was ready to buy a costume. Are you? Oh, you're serious. I'm dead serious. But this was at, like... <laughs> Five o'clock, people were coming over at like seven. It's like, I can't give people two hours to yeah. be like, get a costume. <laughs> I think I will be hosting a costume party this you year. You know what? We would point. have all made it work, though. Like, we would have just. Right. Yeah. It's got to be like, hey, something you have at home, slap it together. <laughs> Maybe we do a theme for the next one. Halloween is just, it's such a good holiday. And I know a lot of people were like, kind of make fun of like when places like Walmart will put out their Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, it's mid-August, and you already have the Halloween stuff out. More power to you. I, yeah. I love it. And I know I, I say I don't like Halloween and stuff, but it's mainly just for, like, the scary factor of it. I just mm-hmm. don't enjoy the scary part. But what I do enjoy is just how creative people get with their costumes and then just, like, how much fun it is. Like, when you have the parties or the bear, the, the bar crawls and stuff like that mm-hmm. or – you know, you go to a neighborhood and you just see like all the kids out with yeah, the family. Yeah, the trick like, like that is just so cool. Yeah, and that's what makes it so fun well, for me. You know, we grew up in a very small town. Yeah, and I feel like I never had that stereotypical Halloween mm-hmm. where they're just a bunch of kids out on the street and they're all trick or treating. And now living where I do, like, I can't drive on Halloween because there are too many kids. In yeah, the street. and I mean, I said it last night when I pulled up to your place. It's like. When I pulled up, I felt like it was the beginning of a movie about Halloween. Because like, there was just so many kids and families uh-huh. like out walking around the street or playing outside. Where I was just like, what in the world is going on? They're just enjoying the beautiful evening. Again, one of the best parts about fall. My next one, though, straight up pumpkins. I love seeing pumpkins. <laughs> I love walking into Walmart seeing pumpkins. You drive by Lowe's or Home Depot. They got their big things of pumpkins. Or there's just these random stands. You go to a pumpkin patch. That stuff is just, I just, freaking pumpkins are awesome. Now, it sucks when, like, two months later, they just, they're nasty and kind of melting on the front porches <laughs> of places, or you don't know how to dispose of them, and you're like, that's going to stay there. But, like, yeah. when they're up and they're prime and they're, you know, you've uh-huh. carved them and stuff, like, that is just, that's really cool. I, I, I don't like pumpkins. I don't eat the seeds. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie I will eat for Thanksgiving. But that's... It's another one of those super seasonal things that I don't really eat often. I think I've become more of a fan of sweet potato pie than I have pumpkin pie. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, same. Big difference. Carving pumpkins, though? People are going to hear sweet potato pie and be like, I don't know. I I promise you. You try that and you put some whipped cream on it. Game changer. (laughs) Breaking news. Sweet potato (laughs) pie is good. Yeah. (laughs) Three years into it, it man. Uh, Okay, so I'm up again. Doing this live, there are so many good ones that I want to put. 
but I'm going to take it back to my childhood. I'm going super simple. Just jumping in leaves. <laughs> that is an all-time activity. That's one thing I, like, I miss about having a yard. Because like ever since uh-huh. I like moved into college or have you know moved to KC back here, I've only been in an apartment, so I haven't had a yard. Like I haven't had you know I haven't had to worry about lawn care, which you know there's the plus and minuses of that. But it's just yeah. like, dude, leaves and stuff like that. Like that's cool. Like, I mean, that is so much fun. Just being a kid and spending like two hours outside, raking up a giant pile <laughs> of leaves and then just jumping in. It has to be like the most simple form of fun that there is. We used to see if we could run all the way through it. Like we would try and like <laughs> stack it up and uh-huh. just be like. Just keep running. Like, once you hit the hole, high knees, truck through that. And, like, you couldn't. Yep. You would just get, like, engulfed in it. Because, like, yep. my neighbor, the way our yards were is, like, we had all these trees that would fall. So we would just take the leaves from as far as we could in his yard and our yard and combine them in the middle and just, like, try mm-hmm. and run through each other's tree lines of the leaves. Yep. I used to pretend I was Emmett Smith trying to uh, jump over the line <laughs> at the goal line. But running back, really so used cool. to actually jump over. Yep. <laughs> and I would just do that. It, I don't know how I didn't break my neck. We do, uh, we, so we, the, the leaves would be our landing spot, but we'd set up like a cone next to it and then act like we were like jumping across the goal line, but reaching like over the cone in the corner. And then you would land into the leaves because mm-hmm. for some reason, like as a kid, and maybe that's just my generation, that was like the cool version of like, you know, okay, we can't really jump over a pile anymore into the end zone. Linebacker's going to be halfway, but I can jump and reach over the, you know what I mean? Out of bounds, reach over the cone and still score. That's how we did it. Yeah. Jumping in leaves though. Underrated. I might do it this year. I I want you to take a video of that. <laughs> I'm actually afraid to jump. Like, don't or... you think it would hurt? Like as a kid, you're just nothing hurts you. As an adult, though, don't you think you'd be sore for a couple days? I think that's one thing too about like sports, like watching these professional athletes. Is like falling on the ground is not. No, it hurts. Like, I don't care where easy. you yeah. do it. <laughs> like we talk about, like oh, you're colliding bodies. The worst part is, is your own body making contact with the ground and then continuing yeah. to roll, come yeah. up in the air, and then smack And for the ground, the ground to be like, I'm not giving at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm here. I've been here for a million years. I'm not moving. And for some of you guys that, like, aren't active or play sports or anything anymore, like, just think about the last time, like, you fell on the ground. Yep. Or, like, you, you <laughs> purposely, took, like, made yourself go airborne. It's probably been a little bit. That's how I feel anyways. Uh, yeah. My next one, though, and this may not be necessarily like an ideal answer. It may catch some people by surprise. But going to zoos during the fall is enjoyable because in the morning when it is cool, brisk like that, the animals are the most active, and that's the best time to go to a zoo, and that's when I love to go. Zoos. I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've ever specifically like went to a zoo in the fall. Mm-hmm. I. I definitely have because, like, you also get the prettiness of the trees that are, like, changing mm-hmm. colors and stuff like that, too. Another thing that's dumb about just us in general as a society is that everyone decides to go to the zoo in the summer. Yeah. And it's just ridiculously hot. Nothing else to do. Let's go stare at some just, animals. Yeah. We're also just dying in this freaking mm-hmm. heat. Yeah, let me walk on this concrete all day long that is just radiating heat. <laughs> yes. Why do we do that? Like, And all these animals that are just like. And oh. I'm guilty of that one, too. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't make fun of, uh, you know, the basic girls and their coffee and stuff, but, like, I go to the zoos in the summer, and it's, it's never even enjoyable for anyone, the people or the animals. Like, you're a big zoo guy. Have you ever actually, like, left a zoo and been like, that was a great day? I had a wonderful time. <laughs> the last time I went to the St. Louis Zoo, it was kind of towards yeah. the fall, and I, I think I've told you guys this before, like, we went as soon as it opened. Like, we got there. We left the freaking house at, like, 630. I was like, this is way too early. You know, in St. Louis. They, people tell you they're from St. Louis. They're not. They live 40 minutes out of town. You know, the zoo's in town. you got to find a place to park, walk up. By the time we got there, the zoo had opened, and, like, the animals were just – none of them were laying down. They were just, like they, – they were out of their cages, you know, where they sleep or whatnot, and they were like, sweet, this is my pen. I am roaming and running, and they all were. And, I, and then we left. I was like, that is the coolest experience I've ever had at a zoo. Yeah. I just, I've never went to the, the zoo and thought that was like an awesome day. <laughs> I've always just left and been like, phew, I'm tired. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yep, we looked at a line. I am sweating. <laughs> Guess what? It was still laying down. <laughs> doing the same thing it was the last time I left. Uh, my next one, though, pretty specific. And... Falls into that basic category, warm drinks. I don't drink coffee mm, at all. That's a, that was a good pick. That's a good so, pick. So hot chocolate season is here now. 
but also like a warm apple cider. Uh, I make some moonshine that if when warmed up or at room temperature is also really good. Yep. So for me, this is the only season where I like drink warm drinks. It's getting started now, and I'm very excited about that. Do you, do you really like apple cider? Yes, 100%. I don't feel like I've had, and this may be bad, I don't feel like I've had good apple cider. I, or ever just like craved it. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I I've also never make just been apple like, cider. Not like make, I'm not like out there picking apples and doing everything, but I doctor it up a little bit. You should try some. All right. It's phenomenal. Whip that up at your next little uh, <laughs> blazing bonfire. <laughs> right? Yeah, but warm drinks for me. That's a, that's an underrated one. Hot chocolate. Oh, that's a big I don't one. think it's cold enough for hot chocolate yet. I think it's getting there, though. I think I would put hot chocolate in winter just because like, I yeah. love having a nice big glass of hot chocolate on Christmas Eve. And for and watching, me, like, this Frosty is crazy. Frosty Snowman and Rudolph. So when you think hot chocolate, you think Christmas. 100%. I think Friday night football games as a kid. Going up to the concession stand oh at that, gosh, that bus and being like, oh, my God, they, they finally have hot chocolate. It's cold enough for hot chocolate. Dang, and then getting it that's good. warms the soul. It takes me back every it time. Does. I can't drink hot Shit. chocolate. And you got to set it up so you can go back to your little football game behind yeah. the Eagles Nest while the high school team's getting their ass kicked. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so warm drinks. That's a good one for me. That's perfect. Uh, my last one is going to be tailgating. I just, mm. you know, you get football, you know, we have our watch parties that we're going to be doing, you know, the tailgate tour that we did in the past. And just like anytime I think about tailgating, it's just like, boom, that's fall. And again, it goes into like, you know, you get to wear a hoodie in the morning when you're setting up, getting everything ready. And then by the time you're in the middle of a tailgate, getting ready to go to the game, you're like, cool, it's a little warm. We're taking us off now. Like, all that just kind of ties them together, too. Yeah. Um, for my last one, I'm going to say hay rides. Ooh, that's because that one. is a very specific, I think, fall activity. Yeah. And also, I, I think that I should go and mention the fact that also, like, I'm going to lump Halloween in with spooky season. As it should, yeah. Because uh, I do... I I love scaring the shit out of myself. Sometimes <laughs> I, I mess with you so much that I'm like, I start to believe the lie, <laughs> and it kind of scares myself. <laughs> That's called karma. But I, <laughs> it is 100. percent I do. I I really like the, like I said, like the scary story, scary podcast, watching scary movies if I can. Speaking of spooky season, uh, you had that scream mask in here, and then before we changed offices, I took it <laughs> and I hid it. Well, it was in my backpack, and then I unloaded my backpack at the apartment at one point, and so I just set it on my side table on my couch. Well, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, I woke up, and somehow my sink had just, like, flooded from the apartment before. They used too much grease in their sink, so it clogged up my sink. Oh, my no. sink's, over, like, overflowed, water on my floor. Anyways, I have to go get my landlord. She comes in. They get a plumber to come in, clear it out. She's like, yeah, it wasn't your fault. It was theirs. Mm -hmm. You're good, though. But I noticed she kept, like, looking at my side table, my apartment, and I was just like, why does she keep looking over there? And I thought it was that Bobby Witt poster because I still haven't framed it yet, and it's just, like, standing up against my wall. And I was like, man, she's really, like, into this Bobby Witt poster. Like, that's so cool. And then they leave, and, like, I walked over there and looked, and there was a scream mask sitting on that table, and I'm like, oh, my God. She probably thinks I'm such a weirdo with just having this scream mask. So, like, uh -huh. that was kind of my karma of, like, oh, I thought about that mask and... yesterday, actually, because I was at Walmart, and I thought, <laughs> hey, Halloween costumes. And then it's like, wait, where's... Where is that mask? Like, yeah. did I put it somewhere and forget where it was? It's at my place creeping me out because I also keep mm. forgetting to remove it from my, uh, that side table again. And so mm -hmm. last night when I got home, I walked in my living room and I turned on the light and I was like, God dang it. Like, why is that fucking there? I hope you didn't bring anything into your apartment by taking it home. See, we're not going to. I didn't, no. Because I'm not going to accept it. I think it's too early to tell. How long has it been in your place? Since we moved offices, so... I've been having some bad dreams because of it. Tyler just called me out in the chat. BC was going to say the scream I scared him. I mean, it has. <laughs> it had its moment. I'll guarantee, when you took it out of your backpack, you had forgotten that it was there, and you had a moment of... <gasps> 100%. <laughs> fucking Mellow's been here. How did he get in my backpack? That, yeah. How is his ass... How does his ass get in my apartment? <laughs> right? I will. One of these days, I will get in there. Is there anything else that you feel like you missed? I had a couple on here. I also feel like... Like we said with football a little bit, mm -hmm. this is where like sports season starts to really take off. Yeah. And we are almost in October. Football has started. Baseball is about to hit its peak. But also basketball and hockey start in like two weeks. In like oh, it's 
this is like when I become really, really happy. Like how about me? See Throwing the happiest. Can we mention that? I'm so excited. I'm a little stunned. I'm sorry that I just tried to go over and bypass it. Yeah. (laughs) Are you all right? That starts when? Wednesday? We're actually talking to our guy Rob about it. Uh, Preseason starts. Wednesday. Yes. They do that for two weeks, and then they get in the regular Mm -hmm. season. That's the The other thing about hockey. We're not wasting any time. The Avalanche first game is October 12th, I believe. It's a Wednesday night. Game is going to be on TNT. And I earlier today, and I tweeted it out. So people can let us know if they're interested. I joined a hockey, fantasy hockey league. But I like started doing the draft, and I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I don't even want to do this. But I think if we had enough people interested, we could do a mic'd up fantasy hockey league. Yeah. And even like, if people were, we have enough people interested to do fantasy basketball, we would do that too. But I am, I'm very excited about hockey. Hey, I'm about it. I'm going to try to remember more guys. Now, the team that I drafted today, I had the third pick. And I got um, that player that we were just talking about who's really good. McKinnon? McKinnon. I got him with the third pick. I don't know shit about fantasy hockey. But I don't know. Wasn't he the best player in the league last year? Yeah. (laughs) Who went first? I don't. Some guy that I didn't know. (laughs) I almost got him and Nate McKinnon. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) But I missed out on... Him. But if you are interested, uh, let me or Big Country know uh, football season picking up there, spooky season. Also, this is when I start cooking outside again, season. And you're pretty good cook. Like grilling up stuff. It's just so – I can't do it when it's at, like above 85. Yeah, you're, just, you're sweating on the food it feels like. Mm-hmm. Another couple ones uh, from the chat. Yep. Um, hiking in the woods when the leaves are changing colors. Also, bike rides. Yep, the crunch, like driving over the leaves or walking over the leaves and just hearing the crunch of it too, I think yeah. super cool. Open windows Oh, is another one. Damn it, how is that not on mine? <laughs> Freaking I'm going to open mine tonight. Dude. My windows are going <sighs> yeah. open tonight. This is going to sound, you're going to make fun of me for this, but like <laughs> the the plants that I have in my apartment don't do too well with the cold weather. With the cold weather. So I just turn my AC off and I have to crack a window because if, if it gets below 60 in my apartment, my plants will suffer. If it gets below 60 in your apartment, that's, that's pretty cold. Yeah, I know. It's As a guy who really year. likes it to be cold, below 60 is like, I need a hoodie and a blanket. <laughs> I'm a big hoodie guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you are. Uh, another one uh, that I also really like, lighting candles. I've actually become kind of a candle guy over the summer. Yep. Like I would make my trips to Walmart or Target, get groceries, right? And I'd be like, I'm going to make a little stroll through the candle. I One, maybe I'm going to see a pretty girl. And two, I want my place to smoke it. I love candles. all the fall scents. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's the only thing I want my house to smell like. Like, every, it doesn't matter what, what they change the, the name scent? to. Do you have one on the top of your head? No, it, but, like, I don't buy the expensive candles. I just get the cheap ones from Walmart. Uh, yeah, same. Boy, they go by fast. But I, I did buy you. one expensive candle. I've had that fucker all summer. Yeah, like, I just always buy the same color. Like they might change the name on me, but I was like, if you walked into my house and I had a candle going, it's going to smell like somebody's baking something. Do you do the cinnamon? I can't do the cinnamon. My mom cinnamon. did that growing up, and I can't. Like, I'm not living out I, also, I hate anymore. the way flowers smell, so I don't do anything that smells like a flower. Yeah. That's, that is, it's almost too sweet of a smell, if that makes sense. It's almost like I, maybe I'm weird. It's like a bitter, like, it just it bothers me. <laughs> the smell of flowers. I like a, like a linen, fresh sheet, sheets kind of smell. That's yeah, that one's not too bad. Or like As a, a candle, lavender. it's a little overbearing sometimes. But any like fruity scents, I don't like those either. Yep, me either. But now we're, you know, obviously it's fall. Any type of fall candle is going to be pretty solid. Game on. I'm probably going to have to run to the store after this and buy some freaking candles. Mm-hmm. Reload. But I, I do. I'm, I'm right there. Tyler mentioned it in the chat. Lighting candles is another great one. Pumpkin patches, I feel like they get a rough. Of that was me. I put pumpkins on mine, dude. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a bad experience at a pumpkin patch? Here's the thing. No, like not really. Exactly. Because everyone's even, just so fucking happy to look at pumpkins. But I, and you I, usually get like a little petting zoo too. I think I've even said it on the goats. podcast or maybe just in the group of friends. Like I'm not doing pumpkin patches this year. But now I'm talking about it. Kind of ready. Yeah. Just dive into a bunch of corn. It's comb. <laughs> it has the juice. 
Look, I'll be the big guy Look who's buried it. himself in the pile of corn. And some of the <laughs> that other kid stuff. is thriving right now, too, by the way. Uh-huh. Take him to all the pumpkin patches. Yeah. Take his ass to a corn patch. Corn, corn maze? Ooh. Corn mazes are good. Actually, those kind of creep me out. <laughs> Why? Because you never know what little fucker's just hiding in the corn, dog. Oh, yeah. Children of the corn. You just got some weird people. You know what I mean? Nebraska fans. Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> corn huskers. Get out of there. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go to a pumpkin patch because the I have two dollars. I need to clarify why I'm really scared of corn mazes because when I was living in Springfield, there were several corn mazes around that like a lot of college students were wanting to go to, but there were like I don't know there's like three or four stories that happened within like a week and a half apart of like people just being stabbed because someone was hiding in the corn and they'd walk by they'd step out and they'd stab them and they'd run into the corn and disappear and everyone's like we don't know where this fucker went. Earlier today I was researching and I was looking up like fun fall activities. And you can find they're everywhere. These fall checklists. I think we should do one. I think we should yeah, do yeah. a fall checklist. The mic'd up fall checklist. <laughs> Tell me what needs to be on it. I'll make it. I'll create the graphic. Right? <laughs> like, um, going to haunted houses. Going to a pumpkin patch. Hey, whoever gets movies. the checklist finished first gets a hat and a shirt. <laughs> yeah, something. But I'm, I'm obviously way too excited about fall. And I hope our listeners are too because we spent a good amount of time talking about it. Uh, but that's it. That's it for us. Uh, Giants versus Cowboys tomorrow. How about that? Who do you got in that one? I'm going Giants. I am too. Yeah, I think they're uh, Cowboys are favored by two, or maybe the Giants are favored by two. I just had it pulled up. I yeah. freaking bet on this. I should know this. I'm sorry. Well, I just I have a feeling that the Giants are going to win this game. It's in New York. Mm-hmm. I think that plays into it. The Giants are favored by one point. Oh, the line moved. They were favored by two when I bet on it. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Over-under is at 39. I think it's probably going to be a bad game, but I do think (laughs) the Giants can win. And even, like, the Cowboys are getting so banged up, even outside of Dak. I think Micah Parsons is questionable. Michael Gallup, who knows when he's going to come back. Dalton Schultz now. A lot going on there. It feels like even with the Giants, I mean, maybe Saquon gets it going a little Mm -hmm. bit. I, I have the Giants picked. Uh, We'll see what happens. But, again, uh, that is it for us. We appreciate you guys, as always, listening, tuning in, getting involved in the chat. Uh, Let us know if we missed any of your fall favorites. Maybe you like candles as well. Maybe you want in on that mic'd up fall checklist or fantasy teams. Let us know. But we will talk to you guys again on Thursday. We appreciate you listening.